Torquebajir Ambulites, Yerks, and Taxons, if you manage to get some earbuds that will fit in your razor heads. Welcome, folks, to the Wonder Yerks, for all your Animorphs rereading and eventual rewatching needs. Nice. I'm Blair. I'm Luna. Oh, but those okay. might not be our real names, because we can't <laughs> tell you that stuff. <laughs> We're being hunted. Except we've definitely, definitely, definitely shared deeply personal information at some oh, point. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if you like go back at some point in February, I just like straight up said my social security number. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, <laughs> there's no way that didn't happen. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah. No one listens to that podcast, anyways. It's not like we're. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening to any of these things, so it's okay. No, if we share this is all just these- going into the void. I might as well just like finish editing. All right, done. Click and drag into recycle bin. <laughs> I think we need to be a bit more charitable to ourselves, but, um... True. Podcast great. Podcast... You know what? Podcast good, even. (laughs) Which is a step down from great, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um... I'm just tempering everyone's expectations. Yeah. Podcast... Podcast passable. (laughs) You know what? It's podcast. It's podcast. Yeah. Welcome to podcast. Welcome to podcast. It's the number one Animorphs cast... This week we read the third book in the yep. Animorphs series um, by Ka- by Catherine A. Applegate. Ooh, is that her first name? I didn't know. Her first name is Catherine. Yeah, on Twitter her handle is, her her handle is like at k a Applegate or something, uh-huh. and then like her handle is just like Catherine Applegate. Nice. Anyways, yeah. So we read the Encounter, which is a Tobias book. Uh huh. Uh huh. And um. <laughs> With the subtext, uh, now you see them, now you don't. Do we do we want to start talking about the cover first off? Yeah. Okay. So least pleasant mid morph there. I think it's got to be the third one. Um. The middle one. Yeah, probably. Yeah the the fifth the third uh, the fourth one's pretty bad too, but the third we, one I, I think I, is the worst. Yeah, I, I know we talked about this last week, but like it's it's four pictures of like a kid bet- morphing from a, a a human into it's like this kid looks like young Leonardo DiCaprio morphing into four pictures of that, and then the fifth picture is just like a ripped pink JPEG like cut out of a magazine and taped onto the cover of this book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing is about the second image is it just looks like. A slightly less attractive young man, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like I can barely call that like an in-between stage. It's just like. Yeah, but then the third one like really ramps up. The no, yeah, is, no. Yeah. The fourth one, the fourth one just kind of looks like a a, a a bird furry with like a jacket. I mean, yeah, kind of, I guess. <laughs> one thing these pictures never fail, never take into account is that like. These clothes are not changing with the kids. Like, these clothes are getting ripped to shreds. Yeah, yeah. Skin tight. So, like, that jacket should be just tat- or Well, maybe not tatter, because you're turning into a bird. Just, like, on yeah. the ground. Yeah. I mean, look, they don't have complex... Um, they don't have a complex CGI machine yeah. at this point. No, not in 96. Not in um, 96. First note I gotta say, while we're on the subject of this cover, my first fucking note... Is page one says he's blonde, and yet the cover has a very definite brown hair boy. I mean, <laughs> look, stock stock uh, photography is very expensive, Luna. I, I can't I can't say about the first cover where it's just like Jake is just literally like if you go into I'm pretty sure that photo came from like the box of family like treasures that my mom keeps under her bed for safekeeping of like me as a six-year-old yeah i'm pretty sure that's me it literally it literally (laughs) looks like like someone's um like 
year, like school year photo, yearbook photo. I forgot what those are called. Um, yearbook school year photo- photos. That's, you got it. Is, no, yearbook photo. Like, but like. More like yearbook photo. Wow. But, but Jake looks like he has depression. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every, all of the animals have depression. Sure, sure, yeah, exactly. So before we get into the, I, I kind of want to like, I, I feel like a trigger warning is probably in order because there is like some definite suicide stuff that happens in this book. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's there. Yeah. Like it's not like, well, I was about to say it's not uber prominent, but it is like pretty important. Um. Yeah, it takes up maybe like a chapter and a half, I think. Yeah, which I mean, that's, that's like, like s- six pages, but still. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's kind of plot integral, and it's I mean, this one's a fucking bummer. So yeah, there is some suicide here, and if that's like something that's triggering to you, like maybe take this week off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll try not just to up. get too intensive into it, of course, but you know, you know, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so. This book is, this one's, this one's a fucking bummer, guys. I feel like that's just by nature of it being through the perspective of Tobias, who, like... Yeah, yeah, my uh, friend, friend of the show, uh, friend, very, very cursed poster friend of the show, Sean, uh-huh. said to me that the, the, that book one is about as good as it gets for old Toby. Uh-huh. So that's kind of concerning, considering how bad book one leaves him. Yeah. Poor Tobias. Um, yeah, yeah Toby. chopped into bird form forever. Um, well, as far as I know. <laughs> For, forever birdified. For, yeah. Forever birdified and loving it. Well, <laughs> dubiously. Dubiously, um, yeah. Um, okay. So, we start off with Tobias and Rachel on, like, a fucking mission to stop, uh... Dan the deal, dealing Dan Hawk's nefarious scheme of using a, a red-tailed hawk, which Tobias is, for marketing purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bird's name. Did you know that, Blair? Did you know the bird's name? Cause it was something Polly. Price Cut Polly. Price Cut Polly, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I don't, I, I think this has started pro- to proliferate from, um, uh, from upstate New York, but like in upstate New York, there's this auto dealer named Billy Fusillo, mm-hmm. and he just ends all of his commercials. It's like they, they, like basically their budget is like four dollars and Windows Movie Maker. Yep, no, for their I know the ki- I know the kind. I know the kind. So like he just ends every commercial just being like, "It's gonna be huge, Rochester, huge." Uh huh. And he sounds like Alex Jones, Alex Jones, like in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. An interesting thing about this commercial. Um, that I noticed is that it's appa- filmed live. Apparently, <laughs> like it's airing live. In what I mean, unless it's for like some sort like of that, that. Like honestly, I think that like corporate America dreams of that, like commercials being appointment television. Like, and I mean, they kind of are because I only watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. <laughs> I mean, unless you're having like a local news like place go out. And, like, talk about a local business, which they do do sometimes. But it's not going to be in the form of a commercial. It's going to be, like, interviewing the business owner, you know? I feel like the animal, like, the actual ass animal mascot of a company is, like, like, an actual, like, I know, like, there's, like, a a bank or something that has, like, a bull in a bunch of their commercials. But, like, it's just, like, video of a bull. Yeah. Like, was there ever actually a company that just, like, had, like, a Spuds McKenzie? I'm sure it has happened, you know? Like, and there's, 
yeah, there's probably no way it hasn't happened. Um, I don't know. But, like, on a small scale, it just seems, like, weird. Like It does seem weird. It's probably not particularly common, but it does show that they really, really like animals, and they're going to do anything to save them, and that's what's important. Yep. So, they go on a fucking mission. Tobias is the bird, obviously, because he's stuck there until, like, book 17. Uh, spoilers? And- <laughs> oh, sorry. Did you not know? No. <laughs> I thought I, I could have sworn I told you that. Nope. Spoilies. Okay, well, he's stuck as a bird for the rest of the series. Sorry, Blair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the fuck am I saying here? Oh, yeah, so Price cut Polly, and then Rachel's an elephant, Mm -hmm. and she just fucking stole, like... (sighs) Listen, I know they're kids, Uh but also, like, an elephant does not appear and disappear out of, like, mid, like... Yeah. Lower to middle, lower to middle wealth America. An elephant does not just appear and disappear. I know. I keep. I was re- while I was reading that. I was like, yeah, Rachel really needs to get some more innocuous morphs. You know, and more like- innocuous, but like, th- like that you can use in a day to day. Like Jake doesn't use the fucking tiger in a day to day, does he? Right. No. Like, I mean, Rachel's really Mark. Like- Mark was not fucking busting out Big Jim every chance he gets. Yeah, Rachel's really attached to that elephant morph and i mean i guess but also come on you know like (laughs) think about it um hey fun fact about this book mm -hmm. nobody got a unique morph in this book oh yeah i guess not i mean i guess if you want to like if if, i guess if you want to like nitpick i guess jake morphed a male wolf and the rest of them morphed a female wolf Uh uh-huh that doesn't really count yeah and then everyone morphs a trout i think yeah Fuck, could um, you imagine? Marco, Marco does learn what it, that all women are queens. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that 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 plot circle finally, you know. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, uh. So I have a thing in my notes where I just like fucking I'm nutting over tear because I read these books like a, I, I didn't read them in any order and I never completed my read, but like tear was like a, I read that a lot. I read the, that word a lot as a child. Uh huh. Um, but then my next note is like a pile of spaghetti, <laughs> which is what, which is how Tobias describes Rachel's elephant tail slurping into her body. Oh, it's the worst. All of the descriptions of the demorphs and like morphs are so bad because it's like. I, hold on. I, I, I want to read you this email because I, I sent an, there's a podcast I listen to called We Hate Movies. Not uh-huh. to like, not to like, you know, pimp other podcasts, but they don't really need our help. Uh-huh. Um, it's a great podcast, but. Uh, I, on one of their recent episodes, they were just like, someone, someone, one of them mentioned offhand, like, oh, Animorphs, that was a stupid book series, and I was like, I hate to be that girl, but like, this is, like, I'm gonna just go over the list that I curated for them of fucked up shit. Uh Uh-huh. Let me take a look. Sorry. Okay. Hey guys, on the, on the Age of Extinction episode in the Transformers extravaganza, someone, I think Andrew, jokes offhand that Animorphs pretty stupid. Now, two months ago, I would have blinked, I wouldn't have blinked twice at this joke because I had read Animorphs as a kid and to my recollection, yeah, it was pretty stupid. However, I since it started an Animorphs reread podcast, The Wander Yerks, if you're curious. And man, that series is incredibly fucked up. Here's a short list of things we've encountered so far. Child being permanently stuck as a bird because he disobeyed the rules. Said child fighting a losing battle for his humanity with the instincts of the bird. Said bird child trying to kill himself as a result of losing that battle. A child responding to sexual harassment by half turning into an elephant. At least three explicit statements of don't let them take me alive from children. 
children extremely abusive housing situations, and of course, extremely detailed fucked up descriptions of children turning into animals. Also, the prose is surprisingly decent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So ho- hopefully they read that off on the mailbag. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think, yeah, the, the, it's every book they're like, you know what's fucked up? Watching someone morph is fucked up. And I'm like, I know it's fucked up. I have to read it every book. It sucks every time. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I read I read enough transformation every day. I don't need to read this stuff. I know what's going on. We, I, okay. <laughs> anyway, we have entered the bone zone. We're exiting the bone zone. The okay, bone zone. <laughs> coward. Um. So Tobias is kind of starting to like lose his grip on humanity, mm-hmm. and it's a big fucking bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, um, yeah, the biggest struggle he has in this book is, like, wanting to hunt, but not allowing himself to hunt because it's gross, but also it's gross to eat, like, dead cold food, but also killing things, you know? So it's kind of that internal conflict between, like, hawk brain and human brain. Yeah, Um, you know what this, you know what, weirdly enough, this really reminded me of for a hot second? hmm. Twilight. Mm Mm-hmm. And how the vampire, like, the Cullens in Twilight only drank, like, animal blood? Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Don't. Yeah, I, I la- could get that. Okay, okay. I thought you were about to, like, start laughing at me for having read Twilight. No, I mean, I've read all the books, literally, and Same. was there at, at Barnes & Noble when um, Breaking Dawn dropped, so. It, it, it was released on, the, I remember that it was released on August 2nd, because that's the day before my birthday. Yeah. It was also a Tuesday because I remembered it was a school night and I was up until midnight and my parents were very upset with me. <laughs> so Tuesday, August 2nd. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a Tuesday. Wait. That can't be right. It couldn't have been a school night if it was August 2nd. Let me Google this. Well, it was one of the books. If it was not Breaking Dawn, then it was the one before, which I think was Eclipse. But I could be wrong. Yeah, August 2nd. Huh. It was definitely, I don't know, that's weird. Maybe I'm misremembering. Um, uh, Blair, have you ever heard of the Mandela effect? <laughs> no, I was definitely there. It, it was just probably a different book. Um, okay. Anyway, so now that this incredibly interesting tangent has gotten way out of hand, we spent a minute talking about what day Breaking Dawn was released on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Tobias is losing his humanity and he's like kind of fight. he's like fighting kind of tooth and nail with the, or I guess like, Beacon Talon with the hawk instinct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Tobias is, like, fucking, f- he's, like, fucking around, like, do-do-do-do, flying around, I'm a bird, boop a doop a doo and then he's like, what the fuck? There's something above me, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. But he can't see shit. And then he sees a bunch of geese get fucking annihilated. Yeah. The dis- the description for this, I remember, was extremely weird. Because it's-, it's so funny, because it's like, I understand, K.A. Applegate was trying to, like, describe the idea of, like, something slamming and getting stuck to the hood of an invisible thing. Uh-huh. But, like, the way she describes it, it's just, like, so fucking funny. It's like, the duck started sliding horizontally in the air, the opposite direction that it was flying, and it's not moving. And I was, uh, for a second, it took me a while to understand what was happening, because I was like, 
well, this seems weird, but I don't really understand why it's happening, you know, what's going on here. Um, but uh, I, I eventually connected the dots as in some sort of invisible spacecraft and collided into a bunch of geese. Um, so... But yeah, there's that. And then we have a really sort of depressing moment, the first of many in this book, where uh-huh. like every, where like they're in the conversation and, and Tobias is like, what, what, what are we going to do when five becomes four or two or none? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rough. I also, <laughs> um, let me try to find the specific quote I highlighted. Um, I didn't bookmark it, so it's going to be hard for me to find. Oh, here it is. Um, uh, Cassie says at one point, uh, how many more times are we going to barely escape? And I'm going to, I was like, well, probably as many books as there are, since it seems to happen at least once every book. Um, so that's around like, how many is there? Like 50 something? I'm going to check real quick. Or, I think that's, that sounds about right. Uh huh. But like, still, that's like incredibly dire for fucking young adult fiction. No, yeah. I mean, but I was like, I was just thinking about that, like, metatextually. Well, this, these book series are kind of episodic, so I would say roughly about as many as there are books out there. 54 so. books and 10 companion books. Woo! So we got at least 64 episodes. Yeah, yeah. And then the TV show. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably do a couple... We'll probably do an episode on the video games as well. There are video games? Yeah, there's like three of them. Oh my there's god. One that's like, there's one that's like a really shitty Pokemon clone. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there's like two like third-person platformers. Mm-hmm. Um, we need it's to... It's like shattered something or other. We need to set a Patreon goal so I can, like, go to your place and we can do, like, a Let's Play together. Oh, absolutely. Hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and go on Amazon and see how much it would cost to buy Animorph's Shattered Reality. Oh, my God. I mean, worst comes to worst, we find an emulator of it, but... Yeah. Hmm. That's fucked up. Hmm. Jake, Marco, and Ka- Cassie and the Elemist all have their own... Uh, page on Wikipedia. Rachel doesn't. Interesting. Also, Tobias isn't in the game. Interesting. Despite, despite the fact that he's on the cover. Maybe like, he's in the game, but not as a playable character? No, no, no. Like, they, they list, like, a voice cast. The Wikipedia page explicitly says Tobias and Axe are not in the game. Interesting. Like, see, that is, Tobias is there. Yeah, no, I see him. Let me just take a look. And more shattered reality. Mm, oh, cool! I can find it uh, for three dollars. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so not in high demand, it seems. No, no. Not a collectible. Yeah. Apparently. Um. Uh, brief look into my life. My Amazon recommendations are Wolfenstein, Doom, Metro Redux, and Chestnut Street by Maeve Binchy. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's a good name, Maeve Binchy. Yeah. She died recently. Yeah. Yeah, I only know because my mom was like, it was a big joke from when I was a kid, and my mom really liked her. My mom was like, read her books all the time, and I would come in and be like, oh, read another knife, binche. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who she is, but I'm glad that brings you joy. Yeah. Anyways, um, so fucking, I have right here two notes that don't make any sense. I don't remember what they're referring to at all. Mm-hmm. So Tobias, the mind reader, does that ring any bells to you? Nope. Okay. And Jake and Marco are closet gay. Well, 
I mean, just generally speaking. That's just like the books, yeah. Yeah. And there is a very good line where Tobias says, with this face, I can outscowl anyone. Or, like, he narrates it. Uh And I'm like, these these books are good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One of my favorite things about this is that there's, like, K.A. Applegate has no kid gloves, but she knows how to trim a book down to its essence. Like, there is no fucking fat to cleave in this. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think- It's like, there's never any falling action. It's like, rise, peak- very small aftermath, cut to the next thing. Yeah. This fucking Edgar Wright-ass shit. I think that has a lot to do with the audience she's writing to, or for, rather. Right, no, but I think think she writes to her audience very cleanly. Yeah. I mean, Harry Potter, I mean, just like, you know, I read Harry Potter, well, most of them at least, and like, I'm not here to like say Harry Potter is shitty, but it's just like, Harry Potter there kind of feels like there's some like meandering a little bit. Oh, for sure. I mean- But like, this just, I mean, like, to be fair, you know, J.K. Rowling did in seven, told a story in seven books and K.A. Applegate is using, like, fucking five billion. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, that, those are just, like, the two books, because, like, I, I, I compare them in my head, because I kind of, like, I chose the Animorphs path, whereas everyone else I knew read Harry Potter. Sure. It was kind of like, you know, uh... Well, that's because you're a furry. Well, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't a furry at the time, Blair. You don't just—you're not just born a furry. I mean, you were a proto furry, so <laughs> I was impressionable. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, the, if someone had told me early on that there is a scene in the in the second book of Harry Potter where Hermione turns into a cat person, mm-hmm. I would have been like, "Okay, I'll read. I'll read this. Sure." <laughs> I don't know why this sounds interesting to me, but yeah, sure, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I like the theory that you introduced that people aren't born furries, but I want to kind of hold this, the the opposite belief and think that being a furry or not a furry <laughs> where, is a Well, we cannot have a nature versus nurture discussion of furry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have to have the discussion, but now everyone's Holy thinking shit, about Blair. it. Blair, 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 Blair. Huh? The fucking studio that made the Animorphs Shadowed Reality game? Uh-huh. They made a couple other games you might know the name of. Uh, Warhawk? No. Jet Moto? Nope, no idea. How about Twisted Fucking Metal? I have no idea what any of those are. You've never heard of Twisted Metal. I don't You've know never seen video Sweet Tooth. Games, Luna. I've never played a video game in my life. You know this How about me. How do you me. not know Sweet Tooth? He's a killer clown with an ice cream truck and his head is on fire. I don't know these things. I don't know shit or garbage. Also, I was always a GameCube person and never a PlayStation person. Nintendo over Sony as a child. So ah, you're 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 the classic Nintendo year old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ah, uh, the classic war between the Nintendo worlds, the Sony cronies, and the Xbox. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I was a GameCube kid too, but then I got a PSP for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, my parents hated having game consoles in the house, so I only got a GameCube, but that's fine. Yeah, because um, that's not a real gaming console. Bah, 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 bah. I mean. I mean... I, I actually feel kind of weirdly bad making these jokes, because I played, like, I, I just, like, exclusively played the GameCube for, like, ten years. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got a Wii and played that for a bit, and then I went back to playing GameCube games, because there was fucking nothing on the Wii, except yeah. for new sports. Literally, all I do, we have a Wii, the only thing I've ever done on it is play GameCube games on it. <laughs> they're good games! They're, they're good games, Luna. They're good games. Okay, so where did we leave off after we got off to that? Um, okay, so the the invisible spaceship, and they're like, well, it's probably... Oh, Mark, 
Marco has this other depressing line where he's like, "Before, what, how far are we going to go before Jake or Rachel or Cassie or Tobias are gone? And it's sad. Yeah, it is sad. There's probably like some inner monologue going on there where he's like, it'll never be me though. Yeah. I'll make it out. Yeah. Um, so they, they figure that the, the, the giant ship that they, that Tobias is, is encountered. Is a ship. As A, a year ship, and B is probably in the mountains, because that's the only place there would be room to hide something like that. Mm-hmm. And I guess so. Um, so they're like, yeah, we'll go scout it out, but not tonight. We'll do it the next night, because we have math homework. We have to do some algebra. Yeah. We gotta write some proofs and use the transitive property to prove that Mr. Chapman is a yerk. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. I don't know where I was going with that. No, it's fine. You you stuck the landing. It was a little wobbly, but you stuck the landing regardless. Um, well, you did proofs in high school, right? Proofs? Proofs, yeah, but that was more of a geometry thing, I feel. Yeah, but, like, still, that was such a weird, like, time kind of thing. Like, just, like, hey, let's stop thinking about numbers for, like, three months. Come to math class, we're going to write for three months. I mean, I've done proofs in my recent history, which is to say, Seriously? Like, yeah. I haven't done proofs since, like, ninth grade. No, it's, but it's for, like, higher level mathematics, and I'm studying, like, computer science right now, so you kind of oh, circle back sense, to yeah. proofs. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh... So they, they go into the, the, the woodsy, foresty, mountainsy place, um, and they all turn to wolves, but uh, Jake is the only one who turns into a male wolf. The rest of them turn into female wolves. Yep, and there's a very, I mean, I think it's, I think there's like, when they get to like have fun and do cute things, uh-huh. I think it's nice, because Cassie's like, wait, I smell bacon. Who the fuck ate bacon? Rachel, you were supposed to go vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> and A, of course, Rachel is a vegetarian who fakes out, you know? Yep. Like. Oh, also, uh, Blair, I have a very bad note here, and I don't know if you want me to say it out loud, but I'm going to kind of feel bad if I don't. Okay, I guess you have to now. Marco is the girl wolf. Uh-huh. Wolfussy. <sighs> I'm just going to let you, um... Uh, let me hang there? Yeah. Yeah, you deserve the the silence that comes after that. I'm I'm not gonna argue with that. <laughs> uh, so my next two notes are Cassie the Wonder Nose, which is something that uh, Marco calls her, and then Jake the Piss Machine. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Because he's like, I have to pee so much, like on everything, because he's marking his territory because he's the the male wolf and needs to be which, dominant. Which, like, honestly, or considering how much these kids know about like everything, like I thought it was common knowledge that dogs and canines in general piss to mark territory. When I I knew that shit when I was like nine. I don't know if that's like common or anything, or if I'm just weird for knowing that. But I, I think it's probably pretty common knowledge. But I think if you had stick around domesticated dogs that are like spayed or neutered, you probably don't think about it that much, you know? Yeah, I guess so. That makes sense. But, like, Cassie's the only one that knows it. Yeah. Anyways, um, so, Tobias is fucking flying around, and he's like, oh, shit, there's some soldiers. And there's hork too, and there's park rangers. Oh, my God, they're all controllers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, something you texted me about when we were, like, when you were reading this, and before I had, was that they have something, like... They they call Jake the alpha of the pack, which is not how wolf packs work at all. Um, I did not. Blair, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about because I did not text you that. Did you not? I let me just double let me check my Telegram history in case I accidentally did and forgot about it. 
Uh, let me see. Or maybe you tweeted about it or something like that. No, all I say is that all I said to you was Marco learns firsthand that all women are queens. Uh-huh. And oh my god, this book is so sad. Yeah, you might have tweeted about it or something. I don't know. Or someone mentioned it to me. Maybe it was someone probably else. Anne. Probably it was probably Anne. Anne. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but yeah, they, they do call Jack the, the, Jake the elf of the pack. Um, and unless, like, and I guess it kind of it makes sense. It was 96. We didn't know shit about wolves. We didn't know shit about, we did though. But it kind of makes sense because the only way that alphas come about is when, like, a pack of, like, wolves are put together, like, kind of. Uh, like it, 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 does, it doesn't happen in the it doesn't happen. It doesn't in happen in the nature. wild. I was artificially, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And yeah. they're, they're just and kind I mean, of I a guess if like, I guess if like if you go into if you turn into a wolf and you're like, okay, one of them is the alpha. You're gonna like it's gonna be like a self fulfilling prophecy a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but anyway, not to get too hung up on that. I just thought it was interesting. Um, um so. The, every single book, I guess, K.A. Applegate says that taxons are so thick that you, that you couldn't give them a hug, not that you would want to, and uses that, like, exact same sh- wording for them every book. Uh-huh. Like, I just noticed that, like, you couldn't give a taxon a hug, even if you wanted to. Like, I think every character just says that at some point. Every yeah. Every character a taxon. Well, I think K.A. Applegate kind of depends on readers not really remembering what happened in the last book. Yeah, hey, okay, brief aside... Do you remember them explaining what a Dracon Ray was? Yeah, I think they did it in the first book. When, I don't remember that at all. When, um... It just seems weird. Like, I guess you can just kind of understand, like, oh, it's a laser gun. I, I get that. Uh-huh. But, like, whatever. I think they mentioned it in the first book when uh the, the kids were, like, we, they found maybe, the Andalite. Maybe I do need K.A. Applegate's, like, 15-page recap every book. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm the target audience. <laughs> You know what? Don't don't live in your shame. You know, embrace it. Yep, yep. Um, so they get they find that the ship is like using that area to refuel and like get some water and also oxygen. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, we could sabotage it. We could make it visit. We could disable its stealth thing and make it so everyone sees it. Yeah, and I was I was reading that, and the, <clears throat> at this point we were like, like a third of the way through the book, and it's not a very long book, and I'm like, they definitely do not get away with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, we have a moment where they stay in the morphs for almost too long. They're almost permawolves. Oh my god, it's so scary. Like... How fucking weird would it be if, like, this was the, like, I, I was like, surprise, Blair, I fucking lied to you. There are three books in the series, and this is where it ends with all the kids being stuck as animals. It would be pretty confusing, because I, like, looked up all, like, a seller on Amazon <laughs> who was selling all of the uh, Animorphs books and for, like, $100. So if they were selling three books for, like, $100, I'd be really confused. <laughs> they're gold leaf. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I'm going to see how much they're worth on eBay. See if I can get, see if I can cut myself a good deal. I mean, they're probably going to be pretty expensive because there's a lot of them. I don't know. I once found a book of, I once found like a fucking box of Hardy Boys books for like $3 and they were like 50 books. Sure. I can get it for $69.99. Hey. Nice. That's not bad. Nice. Nice. A near complete series. At least, a near-complete series. Near-complete. Not <clears throat> yeah. good enough for me. 
I want all of the copies of the books. So, Blair, what do you think is, what's the, like, the over-under on you getting me the entire box set of Animorphs for my birthday and then me getting it for you for Christmas? <laughs> Wait, you just send me the same box that I sent you oh, back? Oh, no, Blair, I'm not that, I'm not that heartless. I would treasure it. <laughs> um... I don't okay, know what the so over-under we, we, is on that specifically is, but we might exchange presents for Christmas and uh, give us give each other the same exact thing. Yeah. Um, so, they're, they almost run out of time, and Tobias, like, catches a glimpse of a clock, clock with his, like, super hawk eyes. He's like, oh, shit! They're seven minutes past the time. Yeah. And Tobias like, fucking go! Yeah. And then we have this heartbreaking moment when, like, everyone's stuck between morphs except Cassie, and Marco is just, like, staring dead at Tobias, like, oh god, I can't become this, I yeah. need to get out of this. And yeah. it's like, that moment, Tobias is like, maybe he was angry at me, maybe he was afraid of me, it, whatever he needed to get out of that. And I'm just fucking like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's rough, it's rough. Yeah, and that- then everyone starts celebrating being human and not being stuck as an animal, and Tobias is like... <laughs> yeah, he's mega outie, and he's like... I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> me neither, me neither. And then he's just, like, uber-depressed for, like, a, a lot of the book. Like... He's excited. Yeah. <laughs> Let me shut the door. <laughs> you were saying... Um... Yeah, he's uber depressed for the rest of the book. I don't remember what the point I was going to make after that. Yeah, it's, it's so he flies yeah. off, and then later that night he like shows up at Rachel's, and she's like, "Hey, I'm fucking sorry. We were all such shitty." And he like catches a glimpse of himself in the mirror, and he's a bird, and he's like, "Rachel, I don't remember what I look like." Mm-hmm. And my notes here to say, just fucking twist that knife, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. It's rough to be Tobias, you know. It sucks. Also, um, side note, they name drop Doom in this book. Yes, they do. But they came up with that bullshit fake video game in the first book. Look. Unless I... we want to, unless we want to operate under the assumption that Jake and Marco are just like playing Japanese, imported Japanese NES games in the original Japanese text. Or K. Applegate is just randomly searching for video games, you know? We have no idea. Uh, Like, she, like, goes into Google and she, like, uses, like, the soup, like, the secret search functions that no one else ever uses. Well, it's pre-Google, right? This is 96. Is this pre-Google? Yeah, it had to be. Okay, so she goes into Prugle and (laughs) Right, right, right. And and she, she, like, uses the secret search functions that no one ever uses, so she just types in, like, video games, space, minus Mario, space, minus Zelda, and, like, just showed what came up. (laughs) Yeah. And I guess, I guess, yeah. Um. <laughs> um. And then the next, after this, like, incredibly depressing evening, Tobias is like, they go over to, they go over to, like, do some fucking tactical mastermind shit the next day. Like, this is shit that, like, th- like my notes say, these kids are tactical masterminds, these kids need driver's licenses. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm not this smart, I, I've never been as smart in my life as these children are, and... <laughs> I don't know if you or I combined have ever been as smart as any of these children. I mean, they're certainly quick thinkers. Um, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the line Tobias has about, like, we can, like, decloak the ship, and Marco's like, hey, what if they just decide to fucking murder the entire planet? And Tobias is like, they wouldn't do that. You don't sneak around and hide if you've got the forces to kill. Mm-hmm. And Marco's like, 
Yeah, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, does it ever fuck you up to think about the fact that I, the, the guy who played Iceman in X-Men played Jake in this? I didn't know either of those things, so... You, I don't, you didn't know... You didn't know that? I didn't... Well, A, I didn't watch any of the X-Men movies. And but B, you... I really? Yeah, I don't... I guess, like, I didn't really give a shit about them, but, like, they came up often enough on FX that I was like, well, I'll, I'll watch some of this. Yeah, I was... I don't know. I, I somehow avoided any contact with them. Through, until I watched Logan, uh, like, a month or so ago. I mean, it's not like they're very good. No, I mean, X2 is, X2 is, X2 is fine. That's what I've heard. That's basically exactly what I've heard. So not really a huge incentive to dive in at this point. Um, yeah. Also, I don't know the cast of, uh, Animorphs stuff, so... Just... Let me see if, I'm, I'm gonna do, you keep talking about the plot, I'm gonna see if any of these guys played any, did anything else. Mm-hmm. So... So they talk about tactical stuff, but then, you know, real-world stuff gets in the way, basically. Like, um, Rachel has gymnastics things going on, and other stuff is happening. I don't know. Cassie has to do things with a barn all, um, real-world things. I heard you gasp. Do you have information for me? I burped. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for wait, sharing. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the fuck on. Huh? Sean Ashmore played the main character in Quantum Break, right? By Remedy Entertainment? I don't know what Quantum Break is. Uh, same guys that made Alan Wake made a video game about, like, weird time travel bullshit. Uh, uh-huh. Um, let me just do a quick, uh, also in there is Brooks Nevin, who played Rachel on the TV show. Oh! Hi, Rachel! <laughs> so, the, Jake and Rachel were in, were in a video game together. <laughs> That had to be a weird time in the recording studio. Just like, oh shit, hey, have have you been? It's been twenty years. That is so. That has to have been intentional. Holy shit! The the actress that played Rachel was like one of the main characters in Breakout Kings, which was a short lived prison drama that I fucking loved. Mm -hmm. Holy shit! Are you just like dick deep in like IMDb right now? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> Holy shit! What? Just I'm looking at I'm looking at the guy that played Marco's. I'm looking at the guy that played Marco. His Wikipedia. His most recent acting credit was in Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, that's good. As Ron Fernandez in one episode. That's good. Well, at oh. least he's getting some work. Yeah. Well, not recent work, probably. No, he hasn't worked since since '04. Yeah. Well, I hope he's living his best life, regardless. Yeah. Who knows? He could be doing stage acting, you know? What is Boris Cabrera up to these days? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> this he's is the rest of the podcast. He's now. Holy shit, he's fucking ripped. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Here's Marco. Jeez. Here's Marco now. Oh, nice. <laughs> that literally is Marco now, though. Like, literally, though. Like, adult. He's just ripped as fuck! That's adult human man Marco. <laughs> like. His head looks incredibly tall. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, 
There, yeah, no, exactly. That's canon. That's literally okay, before, canon. Before I, went, before I went off into, like, a weird rabbit hole of Animorphs TV show, where were we? Um, so they just te- uh, discussed tactical things, and I think it's about the time where uh, Tobias goes off and, like, attacks a mouse and then eats it and then freaks out because of it. Yeah, Tobias, like, in, like he just he went out without eating and just, like, instinctively attacked a mouse and didn't really regain control and realize what he was doing until the mouse was, like, in his beak. Uh-huh. And he's, like, fucking horrified. Yeah. And this is where he tries to kill himself. Yeah, he tries Twice. to run into, like, like... He tries to fly into, like, a, a, the, a, the door on the side of the mall, because he wants to... He, like, he's going to Rachel, and he's, like, halfway there. He's, like... Because Rachel's at, like, a, at the mall doing, like, a, a gym exhibition? A gymnastics exhibition? Something. At the mall? Something. No, it's a gymnastics exhibition. Yeah, it was... At the mall. Look, it was the 90s, and the malls were popping off at this point. Britney Spears had With concerts. Gymnastics? At, yeah, Britney Spears had concerts at the mall. So, yeah. I've done Tuba Christmas at the mall. Yeah, Tuba Christmas? Yeah. Nice. Do you know what that is? I mean, I assume you're playing Christmas songs on your tuba. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> I mean, it used to be at, like, this huge mall in downtown Rochester, and then that mall closed, so now it's off at a music school, and the only people that ever show up are the on- are only people that are related to the musicians, and it sucks. That, I mean, that sounds about right, so far as, like, band yeah. things go. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer, though, because it used to be, like, popular, and, like, people would, like, walk by and stand and listen to a bunch of fucking tubas play Christmas carols, and it would be awesome. hmm And then, like, I mean... I belong on a stage, Blair. I once we move, once they moved to the music school, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> You're hungry for that spotlight. Hell yeah, bitch. Um. So yeah, Tobias tries to fly into the glass door of the mall and mm-hmm. just splort on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and someone randomly opens the door just the right time, so he like fucking barrels into the mall at 80 miles an hour, and there's like, a, and, like K. A. Applegate's bank account filled up as she wrote this chapter because she just like name drops 50 st- popular stores in the mall. Yeah. It's the whole sequence is almost almost comical in how like narrowly like Tobias avoids running into things yeah. through intervention of other people. Um, yeah. Because I mean, it is because eventually he tries like running into the glass ceiling, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the glass, the skylight, and then Marco fucking somehow hucks a baseball. With such force and such precision to break the glass out right in front of Tobias. Yeah, and, like, I, I'm, I'm just like, sure, book logic, I'll accept it, you know? Sure, fucking, I mean, these kids are turning into animals, I'm... Right, this is not the Listen, most Listen, Tobias thing. didn't fucking beef it here, I'm happy. Tobias right. actually tries to kill himself three times. One, t- the second time he fails, though, because he, like, at the last second, he, like, turns and, right before he hits the wall. Uh-huh. And he, like, tumbles into Rachel and... He's just, like, a fucking wreck. Yeah. And then he flies up, and then Marco, who was, like, basically stalking Rachel at the gymnastics thing? I mean... Ish. Kind of. But Marco just happens to have a baseball on hand. Uh-huh. And he happens to... He happens to be, like, the fuck... Like, this kid should be fucking in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that movie about the kid that got into, like, the weird car accident that fucked up his arm so that he could, like, throw a fastball at 120 miles an hour? I'm not familiar. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up real quick because it's gonna fucking bug me. This, it was the movie with Weez and the Jews. This episode has been 75% you Googling things. Oh, I thought it was Weez and the Jews, but it's not. That's just Encino Man. Yeah. Uh. Rookie of the Year, I think. Ah. 
Yeah, rookie of the. Oh no, that's a NBA thing. Yeah. Movie. Um, I I've watched so many baseball movies because my dad is really into baseball. You think I would know this, but I don't. Oh no! I mean, it was a kids movie about some kid who could just like he fucked up his arm and he could throw a baseball really fast. I mean, my dad watches really bad kid, really bad kids movies all the time. So like, not to put him on blast or anything, but his favorite movie is Elf, and he's like obsessed with it. Elf sucks. It's like not good. I think I've told you this information before, but it's like not good. We've been we've we've gone on this tangent because I fucking hate Elf. <laughs> yeah, no, it's bad. Elf is my least favorite Christmas movie with a passion. No, it's super bad. I will watch any Christmas movie or any movie that takes place around Christmas time before I will watch Elf. Literally. Yeah, and uh, that's not saying a lot because most Christmas movies are pretty fucking bad. <laughs> most Christmas movies are like fucking doo doo. <laughs> yeah, they're garbage. They're like lifetime original garbage. The only good Christmas movies are like. A Christmas Story? Yeah. Though that one's not aged particularly well. No. Wait, what? what's in it that didn't... There's some pretty, like, racist stuff towards oh, Chinese people. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. And they go to a Chinese restaurant because um, the turkey got eaten by dogs. Um, and uh, if the joke is Chinese people can't say words good. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. I think that's the only thing in it, but I I did do a rewatch of it recently, like, either last Christmas or the Christmas before, just because it was on TV, and I was like, oh, okay, that's in this. <laughs> hey there. Yeah. Hey there, weird racism, you're in here. You just, it just kind of happens sometimes. Yeah. You just get caught off guard. Yeah, it is a product of its time, so it did not age particularly well, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not okay, but you know what I mean. Um. Uh, more stuff from the... Uh... No fucking way. Huh? This, is, this has to be fake. Huh? More stuff from the Animorphs wiki? Uh-huh. Um. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, the, remember the show Royal Pains? The USA show about the doctor in the Hamptons? I do remember the show Royal Pains. Yeah. Um, the main character's brother, Evan Lawson? Uh-huh. That, that's the guy that played Axe on the TV show? Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a USA show, but it's a pretty big role, I guess. Yeah, no, it's pretty fucking big. Yeah. Nice. Good for Wait, him. hold on, hold uh, on. Hmm. You remember the Friends spinoff Joey? No, I don't remember the Friends spinoff Joey. <laughs> yeah, Friends had a spinoff where Joey went to LA or something. Sure. And it lasted two seasons and Joey's brother was also played by the guy that played X. Ah, I see. Or his nephew, sorry, nephew, not brother. Doomed to play relatives. Yeah. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> Wait, hold on, he was also in the night of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. So, continuing on. So, Marco saves Tobias, and then Tobias just, like, fucks off and is a bird for a few chapters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry, there's a note that I wrote on um my notepad because I was just like I was texting friend of other show Fear Banning Alec mm-hmm. and I was just like, Hey, I'm good friends with uh the host of Fear Banning and he's like, Oh shit, can you get me an autograph? And I'm like, Yeah, sure and then I signed this and it says to Alec from Luna Big Dick Rogers <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, Luna. 
Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So Tobias snaps out of being a bird by like seeing some human getting fucked by a uh, hork bajir. Mm-hmm. Not like literally. Right. That would be that would be a very uh, the, stabby. Uh, that's a different story by K. I'll pull the gates. <laughs> oh man, Mister Three fucks like a champion. Stop! <laughs> I know I brought. Oh my god. Sorry. Okay, we have to continue. <laughs> yeah. So they go off into the fucking. They they decide. Okay, we're gonna turn into fish, sneak into the ship, demorph, and then go fucking nuts. Go hog wild. Mm-hmm. And then they go and turn into fish, and it's incredibly disgusting to to read, and also like in general. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was just, when you mentioned, like, Visser 3 fucks like a champion, I was, like, hoping, <laughs> I was, like, secretly for a second there hoping, oh, I hope there's a good Visser 3 hate ship I can, like, put together later in the series. Oh, Blair, you are just... <sighs> Am I in for... You are something else. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I mean, between a, a, an adult alien, naturally, but, like... Oh, yeah, obviously. Or an adult human, but... You know. Oh, there is definitely some fucking good as hell Visser Three Elfin Gore shit. Nice, nice. Let me let me let me me see if I can find that. I'm I'm saying that out of my ass, but let me just check. Visser Three Elfin Gore fucking. I mean, I think we can put on a watch list. I think I think because like Visser Three is like a pretty good antagonist. Um, hold on, hold on. Uh Google autocompletes. Visser 3, Visser 3 quotes. Visser 3 versus Mewtwo? Uh-huh. Let's see what that brings up. Why is that a popular search? Oh my god. Yes. Mhm. What the fuck? You cannot just leave me in the dark like this, Luna. <laughs> I hold on. I need to I don't want to give you I don't want to feed you the wrong information. There's a There's a fan fiction series called Death Battle. Uh-huh. By DeviantArt user Lord of Krakens. Sure. And it has one that's Visser 3 versus Mewtwo. That seems pretty good. And let me just see who won. Mewtwo won. Oh, sure. Well, he's got mind powers. Yeah. So. Um I gotta, I wonder how many, like, I wonder how popular this author is. I, I gotta find out, because it's gonna bug me if I'm just, like, finding something, like, buried in the dregs of the internet and laughing at it. I don't know if we're laughing at it so much as marveling at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Personally, at least. Yeah. Damn. Damn. This kid's got fucking, this kid's, like, 16. Nice. Like, currently? According to the DeviantArt page. Wow. Yeah. So, how old is this piece? It's got to be old. 2015. 2015. Still writing about Mewtwo in 2015. Respectable. I guess 130, still- 130 watchers. I guess in this day and age, that's like a lot. Um, On DeviantArt? I don't know. Is DeviantArt still like a thing? It's popular enough. It's not as. It's certainly not in its heyday anymore, but I've not been on it in ages, so I am not a super good gauge of those kind of things. Still, the fact that that was the second thing when I googled Visser 3. <laughs> Good for you, kid. Yeah. Hats off to ya. Um, so, the, the, the rising action in the rest of this book is pretty fucking tense, because it's like, um, so the, the kids get schlorped up into the, the spaceship, 
Um, uh, Tobias finds Paul, uh, what's it? Cut price Polly? Yeah, uh, price cut Polly. Price cut Polly, yeah. Tobias finds price cut Polly. He's like, oh shit, I can't not fuck that. I, people kept telling me about how, like, Tobias wants to fuck a bird. I somehow ex- expected it to be more explicit than it was. Yeah. It's just like, I belong with her. I know what the implication is there, but... Well, I mean, no, it's not an implication, because he outright says later, when that bird died, I, I, if I was a, just a bird, I wouldn't have been sad. If she was my mate, I would have been kind of bummed, but, like, not sad. Right. I mean... Like, I, he, he explicitly references mating. Again, you know Applegate does not have these kid gloves on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's some... I didn't. I didn't want it to be more overt, but some for some reason I expected it to be more overt. But still, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also want a brief note. Um, Tobias's Tobias comments the ble- the the power of the Andalite, the curse of the Andalite. Yeah, a couple times, which sounds like like a like a really late into the run of the two thousands era Twilight Zone episode. Sure. Yeah, I get that. Um, I can see that. Then I got a couple other quotes. Uh, Siu, which is the uh, um, 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 Yes. Onomatopoetization. Of the Dracon beams. Yeah. Um, as long as we know we're nuts, let's go. Uh huh. My own private nightmare, and then Rachel says, "Kill us, so we don't." Ba- Rachel's basically says, "Hey, it went fucking bad. We're all stuck in here." We demorphed, and there's no way out. Kill us and blow up the ship so that we don't get turned into controllers. Yeah. Yeah, and while, while Tobias in a, is in a situation where his death is pretty imminent as well, it gets mm-hmm. fucking dire in this book. I was kind of shocked by that, because there have been pretty dramatic stakes, but, you know, with a... And they do get a way out, obviously, like I kind of expected them to. Um, yeah. But still, it's like, hey, well, the the way out was kind of by chance and not by, like, manipulation, so the circumstances were pretty much out of their control anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they, they, they fall out of the spaceship because it gets blasted by the laser because um, Tobias, like, taunted them, and so they blasted their own ship with a laser. Yeah. Um, and like that's like that's like some classic video game shit where you like have to like redirect the the heat seeking missile into the enemy aircraft. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly it. Um, and uh, they morph midair. Yeah, they manage to pull it off, which is weird because like I mean I guess like adrenaline, but at the same time like I explicitly remember a, a, a note later in the books where it says that morphing back to back is really fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good for them for being able to pull it off, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, so, yeah. And then... It's all chill. And then Rachel and Tobias have another heart-to-heart, and Tobias is like, wait, wait, before, before they're about to blow up the ship, Tobias is like, wait, Rachel, I never got to tell you that... And Rachel's like, I know. Wow. Damn. Damn. That's so that's... Shit. That's the encounter. Mm-hmm. How, how does it compare to the first two? Where, where, where are you placing this? We're going to rank them all. I'm going to keep a notepad. Um, well, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the drama is definitely picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, like, insofar as a baseline, quote-unquote, quality, I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like it's pretty standard with the rest of the books. That's not, like, a slight against it at all. I just, you know... It doesn't stand out particularly for me. I'm excited to see the encounter the rest- sucks a dog's dick clean off. Quoth Blair Kitch. <laughs> wow, wow. 
Um, I I am excited to see where the rest of the series goes, though. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's definitely a fun read. Um, and yeah. It's, yeah. I'm into uh, it. So we got a question. Ooh. Uh, Twitter user Anne Gremlin says, which did you enjoy more? The part where it keeps talking about alphas or the part where everyone almost dies because Tobias almost fucked a bird? Um... <laughs> Definitely um, the latter. <laughs> definitely the latter. Um, they don't talk about alphas that much. Well, they do talk about who's more dominant between yeah. the two male. Between and Jake and Marco. Oh, that's why. My, that's why my notes said they're closet gay because they're talking about who's more dominant. Ah, oh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so, like, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, um, um, bird horny Tobias. Okay, so next book, a very special friend shows up, I'm pretty sure. Ooh. So, next book is called The Message. Uh-huh. Caption, sometimes you love, you have to change a little bit more than your mind. Can you send me the cover? I don't have it in front of me. Yes, I can. What do you think this next episode is going to be about based explicitly on this cover? Oh, my God. Someone's turning into a dolphin. Hell, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, let me scope this. So, what are you doing on a Friday night? <laughs> right, right. So Cassie's going to turn into a dolphin. That's exciting. Okay. Um, sometimes you have to change a little more than your mind. That has to do with morphing, obviously. Um, oh my god, there's a little thing on it says that says, Picture yourself morph, which <laughs> I assume sends, send a picture of us. It's like it's like the the fucking back when like when Tony Hawk's Underground came out on PS2, you had to take a picture of yourself with like the eye toy and send that to like NeverSoft, and they would put you in the game. Yeah. Oh, hold on one second. We always say that the third morph is the worst. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say the second. Wait, morph wait, 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 shut the fuck, Blair, shut the fuck up, Blair, shut the fuck up. That is for the start of the next episode. <sighs> I mean, we you can't just, discuss this at the end of the, at the end of this episode. I mean, but, I'll definitely forget about it by the time we like get to the next book. Yeah, so. but also we get, we have to keep them waiting for that. What if they're only listening for that? I I mean, <laughs> I mean, they should probably figure out their priorities. Is what I had to say. Um, Fair. The message. I assume they're probably going to get some extraterrestrial communication. That's my. What if just like what if just like a fucking ship comes in, like or not a ship, just like a fucking message in a bottle, like falls down and donks Jake on the head. I mean, that'd be pretty crazy too. And um, they're like, hundred million SOS, send it out. Get it? Yeah, no, I get it. I get did you, it. Did it take? Did you understand the guitar if I was doing, or did it take you until I was doing the lyrics? It took me until you were doing the lyrics. But um, that guitar riff is hard to vocalize. In fairness, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, we right, still so don't have a sign off. It's our third no, episode. Wait, Blair, we have to we have to do some house cleaning first. Oh, sure. Yeah. I was just so, thinking out loud. Um. This podcast and Fear Baiting are both brought to you by our Patreon, patreon.com slash fearbaiting. Um, if you want to toss a couple, you know, show's going to, show's going to keep going on with our current support. We've got hosting covered. Anything else you give us is just going to go into like better setups, like better stuff for the podcast. Basically, you're putting money into our pockets, but that money is going back into your eardrums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to toss us a couple of bucks, there's some Patreon privileges. You get to vote on, um, fear baiting episodes. You get to, uh, fucking send us messages, dictate an episode of fear baiting, like other shit, early mm-hmm. access to episodes. Um, and that's early access and voting comes at just a dollar mm-hmm. a month. So like, 
Yeah. It doesn't like it doesn't like lock you in or anything. If you know use Patreon, just fucking like, hey, you know, just if you don't want to do this anymore, you can yeah. skedaddle. Yep. Yep. Um, other podcast, fear baiting. We talk about horror movies, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Wonder Yorks on Twitter, at fear baiting on Twitter. I'm at Shia Shadonaka on Twitter and shiasatanakas.tumblr.com. If you want to reach us at email, thewonderyerks at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Just the name of the podcast at gmail. Yep. You can find me uh, on Twitter at... Oh, and our website, thewonderyerks.com. Blair Kitsch on Twitter. Or... Sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Um, or from thepoilet.tumblr.com if you prefer Tumblr to that. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to uh, the Wonder Yerks. We definitely came up with a sign-off for last episode, but I don't remember what it was. I think it was Always Be Morphin, which is so dumb now, but, like, do and we, then have- we started, sh- And then we started shouting about, <laughs> and then I started specifically shouting about how this podcast relates back to Time Cube. Yeah. So, How um, it's all cyclical. But I, I don't know if I like Always Be Morphin as a sign-off. Is it, is Animorphs' Time Cube better? <laughs> No. Or or should we say um all women are queens, Marco? Is that our silo? I don't know if I want it to be. Oh. We'll go with that for now. And then like, you know, in a year and a half we'll look back in this and be like, can you believe we didn't think all women are queens, Marco, was gonna be our sign off forever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, A, it's something you can put on a t shirt better than that you can put a fucked up guy anywhere because um you know, you put fuck on a t shirt and you get in trouble with your principal. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Sorry, that, that that just killed me for a second. The idea that we have any listeners that are not in our immediate friend circle and are under the age of 18 is so funny to me. <laughs> you never know. <sighs> Sorry if you're listening to this podcast and you're not 18 yet. Yeah. Um, piss, piss off your, um, piss off your, uh, counselor by, uh, or principal rather. Because uh, he might be a controller, and you would never fucking know. Yeah. Um. So. Um. All, all, all women's are queen. Marco. Animorphs equal time cube. Uh, Shut the fuck up and go fuck yourself. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Is this going to become like additive? Like at the end of every episode, we just do more and more. I think so. I think that's the only way it has to go. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh. Always be morphing. Animorphs yeah, is time. All women's are all women's are queen. <laughs> Bye. Bye.